Hello and welcome to the Seeking Health Podcast with Josiah and and Jessica Meyer. Seek health, find God, and ministries will find you. So today on Twitter, I thought, uh, well, today, this morning, I thought I would start the day with something other than Facebook. So I went on Twitter <laughs> and I have sure a, that's any better. Do you yeah. follow Trump? <laughs> no. Uh, I have a rule not to go on Facebook before noon. So then sometimes I go on Twitter. <laughs> Is it any better? This is what happens with rules. <laughs> There's always a way around, though. Fine. I find uh, Instagram a lot better, by the way. I like Instagram, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I saw somebody that probably needed, wanted attention, and he posted... <laughs> and he got it. And he got it. Just a gentle reminder, men, to make sure that your wives vote exactly like you do. That's what it said. That was. That's what it said, yeah. I saw it yesterday, I think, someone yeah. else posting it, and I was... Mm. <laughs> 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 I don't know what else to say. Well, I hope you have more to say, or else this will be a very primal podcast. <laughs> it's so wrong on so many levels. It's like trying to discard the whole feminism, like the whole basis of feminism that brought voting for women. Yeah, I did think of that, that it's... Like, it's kind of a big deal that women get to vote. Well, yeah, they fought hard for it. <laughs> like, it's and a I, huge part of history yeah. that we get to vote. We get to have a voice. We're not just this lesser being. Yeah. So for... A, okay, so say it again, what that, po- that meme said. It said, just a gentle reminder, men, to make sure that your wives vote exactly like you do. Yes. So was there more written there? Because when I saw it posted on the Facebook group there was more uh-huh. comments on it what did you see more i he he did a few more comments and then he wrote a blog post and so he he has elaborated quite a bit on it i don't yeah. know how far we want to go but like, he was quite serious about it i know completely serious it was mm-hmm. not even a joke no <laughs> it's not a joke. joke like so he's saying so if like you are the head of your household if you're the man you're the head of your household so make sure that your household is unified and votes mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. and um and then he says that if your wife votes different than you then you guys cancel out each other's votes so then it's useless to vote because you've canceled <laughs> each other's vote out and mm-hmm. i'm like that's so stupid mm-hmm. like each person's allowed their voice. Like, what's the point of a woman voting if it's just an extra vote for the men? Mm-hmm. Like, it, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. It's just an extra free vote for the men. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's saying that a woman can't think about politics. A woman can't have her own opinions. A woman can't see things for what they are and sometimes better than what the men can see. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's so wrong. Well, it's like what we were talking about in the podcast about ATI that you can, a woman can't have an opinion because like in, in patriarchal mm-hmm. systems because if she has an opinion and she disagrees with her husband then she's wrong Yeah. so you just need to not have an opinion so it's like this hierarchy did I say that word right this no, time? no you didn't oh, shoot. <laughs> I thought I did is my French kicking in? hierarchy Hierarchy. So the listeners need to know that my wife can speak two languages fluently. <laughs> so when she stumbles slightly over words. <laughs> I just... started I started learning English when I was twelve. So yeah. there you go. So that that's is a long a... time ago. <laughs> it's pretty amazing 
that you don't have an accent. <laughs> yeah, just Because when words. I speak in French, it's... Uh... Strong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you not respecting me? No. I'm <laughs> disrespected by that. My fragile male ego is down a peg, and now I'm not going to be as successful at work. All right, that's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> I have a book that I would like you to read called Love and Respect. <gasps> that was a pre-marriage... Yeah, that was our pre-marriage book. Yeah. I remember nothing about it. <laughs> Seriously. I remember everything about it. <laughs> of course. Because <laughs> it benefits the man. Well, it benefited the woman too. Uh-huh. Women are supposed to get love. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and men get respect. I mean, come on. That's like 50-50. There's a verse uh-huh. that says something like that. So like... It's, yeah, well, that's know. written by men too, so... <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> um, but going back to that hierarchy, <laughs> it's like God's at the top. Mm-hmm. God speaks to men. Mm-hmm. Man speaks to woman. Mm-hmm. Woman speak to kids. And it's on that level. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting. Like I was listening to a podcast today. And someone from Church of God, you know, that, or Church of Christ, those two are different. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, once a boy was baptized, he no longer could be taught by a woman. Really? But once a woman, a girl, was baptized, she was still in the same category. <laughs> so, like, a boy that's baptized becomes a man when he's baptized. So, for example, like, she gave an example of a boy that was. Uh, like 12 or 13 got baptized so he got bumped up to the men's bible study Mm -hmm. but a girl that's baptized like she might be allowed to go into the woman's bible study but like she's still with the kids and this girl was older than her brother she was also baptized but suddenly she can't and even the his mom can't teach him spiritual matters anymore because he's baptized and he's a man Mm. so like this sort of teaching i know people would say that's extreme but that's what it leads to. Mm-hmm. I mean... I don't think it's... It, <laughs> I mean, I don't... I, I think it's representative. They might have just... Taken like, it up a notch. <laughs> or, or just made it explicit. Yeah. But, they took it more literally. Yeah. <laughs> I think really... it's pretty common yeah. to think that, that... That woman can only teach children or a woman yeah. can be missionaries. That's extremely common. Yeah. I mean, a woman can't be an elder or can't be in the leadership team or mm-hmm. can't even though she might be in charge of the children's services children's program she may not even be allowed to be part of the groups the group of men mm-hmm. that decide the decisions for the children program in the church in general like mm-hmm. it it's just part of that teaching mm-hmm. that elevates men and keeps the woman down mm-hmm. and that's what the twitter post is mm-hmm. it's like men you're in charge Make sure your wife, like, votes the same as what you decide, like, what you vote. Mm-hmm. It's like, one, he needs to respect her opinion, mm-hmm. and he needs to respect her independence, because she is her own person. Yeah. Just because she's married to, to the man does not make her no one anymore. Like, she's still a fully... When you get married, you have to be two fully functional, healthy humans... Otherwise, it brings up problems. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so you and I were not 
two fully functioning healthy humans when we got married. Together we made one and a quarter. <laughs> but it also brought out issues that we had to work on. You don't say. Thank goodness we worked like we worked. Yeah. We were both willing to work on it. Yeah, mostly. And that's me. the key. I mean what? I had more issues than you. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> I came out wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't willing to work on it. I just want you to meet me where I'm at. <laughs> um, but like, you're two fully full human beings. Mm-hmm. You can't force someone. That's forcing. That's forcing someone to vote. The yeah, same well, as that you. was the other thing. That was the word I kind of fixated on. Is make sure that your, yeah, make sure that your wife. That word make. It's like, And then in one of his follow-up things, he said, like, this isn't an excuse for being mean or being cruel or whatever. Like, you have to be nice about it. But I'm like, well, okay, so I'm somebody that doesn't like being told what to do. Like, I react when somebody forces, you know, especially if somebody doesn't have a right. Like, if it's mm-hmm. my boss, that's fine. But if somebody forces me to do something, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, and it doesn't matter if somebody's nice about it. It's like, oh, wow, I just lost my free will here. Yeah. Like, that stands out to me. I'm going to come home and, and vent. That's, yeah. That's what I think when you're talking about this post, this Twitter post, that I can see myself kind of carrying the corner, like filling out my ballot and checking over at my husband and kind of, I, I feel the fear in my body. Hmm. Like, I feel the anxiety anxiousness Mm. because it's like i'm we're gonna have huge marriage issues if i don't vote as Mm -hmm. he as he told me to vote Mm -hmm. gently and nicely maybe but still like i have no choice to vote like this and if i vote differently it's gonna seriously affect our marriage but what i mean by seriously affect our marriage is i'm gonna pay for it yeah i'm gonna pay the consequences how did, that's interesting. I, I'd like to know, like, if you're imagining this hypothetical situation, like, how, how do you feel that in your body? What does it feel like? I'm just feeling it. Like, I'm feeling the anxiety inside. And your just, hand is at your throat right now, around your chest. Yeah, in my you heart. Just, like, heart, my, yeah. it just, I feel stuck. I feel, it's weird because I haven't been in this situation with you, but, mm-hmm. like, I feel it. Mm-hmm. You just talk about it, and I just feel it inside. Like I, oh, mm-hmm. I feel like I have to shake it off. I'm almost having shivers from the fear of it. But yeah. like it, yeah, it's really. Well, she's got to live with this guy. She's got kids with this guy. Exactly. So you're forced to. Well, no one should be forced in how they vote. That's against their constitution. Even if he it? asked, <laughs> even if he asked her nicely, or told her no. nicely. No, no, <laughs> like. Like you this can't... isn't somebody that's raising his hand and saying. If you don't, I'm going to beat you. This is somebody that's saying... Yeah, but there's a way to punish others without beating them. Mm. And just withholding love. Mm-hmm. And withholding attention. And being mean in little comments here and there. In, mm. in the emotional connection withdrawal. In, mm-hmm. in rubbing it in their face in another way and like that there's so many ways that you pun that a man can punish a woman that really mm-hmm. hurts and cuts deep or she wants to have a family night 
and no, he decides to make his own plans because he's just sort of seeking revenge. Like mm-hmm. it, there's so many ways that can hurt so deep that are revenge and hurtful, but are not quote unquote wrong in the eyes of the law. Like it's not wrong, but it. And start he could to... claim that he's being nice. Yeah. Nobody could call him on it. No, because it's all these little things. Yeah. That add up to an awful lot of hurt. And none of them big enough for <laughs> any Christian to say it's enough for divorce or something. Mm-hmm. But it it's hurtful. Mm-hmm. I'm reading a book right now about like how we make bids. Like relationships mm-hmm. are based on making bids of connection with people. And depending how the person replies to that bid, will continue the friendship forward, the relationship forward, or you withdraw. Mm-hmm. And in a relationship, you go forward and forward and Do you forward. Remember what the name of this book is? It's called the Relationship Cure, but I'm just on chapter one. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's really interesting concept. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if it says in there, like if someone turns down a bid very harshly, like most of the time, the other person will never try to make a bid for their connection again. Mm. Um, I can see that. But you, that doesn't mean you have to say yes to every single want to go have lunch together or something like it doesn't mean but it's just how you turn it down mm-hmm. like well i'm really swamped right now but like i hope you have a really great lunch and if you don't mind picking me up an extra sandwich while you're out like like it's just mm-hmm. just really nice like so it's kind of that same thing like if he forces her to vote a certain way and then if she decided not to because it's her right mm-hmm. and she's fully entitled to not vote the same he can use bids to break down the connections mm-hmm. in the relationship mm-hmm. and that's extremely help- hurtful and yeah. it just slowly tears the relationship apart mm-hmm. and if he's demanding for her to vote that way what else is he demanding mm-hmm. i mean like it kind of connects like for sure. someone who can demand that she surrender her rights for his sake mm, they're going to be demanding other things mm-hmm. So do you think this is what it means to be the head of a home? No. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even talk about all this before this podcast. No, this is just off the cuff. Oh, okay. Do you... So you're a feminist. And... <laughs> really? How do you know that? Because <laughs> <laughs> we've had this conversation for the last 10 years. Comes across a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> when are you going to submit to me anyways? Is this going to be a thing? It's not going to be a thing. All right. When are you getting submit to me? (laughs) (laughs) What if I submit to you and you submit to me? Would that be okay? Uh, Still don't buy that language. You don't like that language? No. I I thought that was going to be a win. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a white man. over the years about um um gender roles gender roles but also like complementary com- <laughs> another word come on you say it complementarianism and 
There and is no egalitarian. shame. Good job. There is there no go. shame in not knowing how to say or spell complementarianism because I don't I can know how spell to spell it. it. <laughs> you can spell it, I can say it. Yes, there you go. I'm always like, autocorrect, how do I do this? Autocorrect <laughs> is like, I don't know. Like, that's a weird evangelical word. Like, nobody knows what you're talking about. Each culture, like, each thing has their own words. Like, yeah. I mean, you get into medical world of like, birthing pregnancy mm-hmm. and stuff like it has all its own words that you have to be in that world to get and same with evangelicalism like we have yeah. so many words that someone coming in would be like what the heck are you talking about <laughs> it makes no sense and expressions and yeah christianese yeah anyway getting back to well i'll give i want to oh, give okay. the the listeners just a quick overview that there's kind of four views um there's patriarchal more of a patriarchal view and that was kind of the standard view not just in the church but in the west is kind mm-hmm. of you know god at the top and then there's men then there's women then there's children um and then kind of moving over to the left there's a newer view called to the left to, yeah to the i don't know right. just said to the left um <clears throat> Well, yeah, that'd be more right-wing, patriarchal, whatever, um, is complementarianism. And uh, I guess John Piper and others in the 80s and 90s were instrumental in creating this. Um, so it, that idea is that we are equal. There's a strong emphasis on we are men and women have the same worth and same value, but we have different roles. Men have the role to lead and women have the role to... You know, submit and... <laughs> Sorry. That was so much I want to say right now. All right. Well, you can say that in a no. second. Um, but not just not just leadership, but, you know, men do manly things, women do womanly things. <laughs> this isn't sounding any better. <laughs> See why I have issues with this one? <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm just going to finish my overview yes. and then you can be mad. Um, so then moving on from that is egalitarian. Um and the egalitarian view is that we're equal. That means we have the same roles. We can do anything. We can do any roles. Um, and those rules don't, you know, the the rules that applied to the New Testament church weren't really rules. They were guidelines for a specific culture, a specific time. Um, and Galatians 3.28 says in Christ, there is neither Jew nor, fe- Jew nor Greek, male nor female, slave nor free. We're all equal. And then moving on from that, there'd be feminism, which um, is a word that means a lot of things to a lot of people. So maybe it's not even helpful to put here. But those are kind of the four camps that people would talk about. So most evangelicals would tend to be complementarians, meaning that they believe there is the role for the man to play, the role for the woman to play, we're all equal, um, and the women are supposed to be happy about this. We're not equal, though. But, complementarianism is not equal. Doesn't say equal, does it? But our value is equal. So we're all worth. The woman's not worth less. Yes. Same as the kids. Like she's in the same category as the kids. Yes. Because we're all made in. Wait, what? Chapter. <laughs> <laughs> <Tapped> you. <laughs> we're all made in the image of God. So it's an important point. But different rules. But different rules. And the rules are decided by. Men. Um, by the inerrant word of God. <laughs> <laughs> and however men have, to, have interpreted those sections. 
picked out which verses so they can get their way. Anyway, uh, I didn't. I didn't give any hint of where I stand, did I? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're a complementarian. Complementarian. <laughs> ah, nice. <laughs> so we've had a lot of talk about that because you're a theologian. Mm-hmm. And you've researched it and you've written papers about it. Mm-hmm. And you're a complementarian. I used to be. I don't know what I am now. But... Okay. But that's what you've like camped on for a long time. For a long time, yeah. And... I discussed extensively and debated extensively and planted my flag and all yes, that sort of stuff. and you and I have talked about it a lot because and then I came home and my wife didn't agree. It's <laughs> like, oh, we should have talked about this maybe. <laughs> but like our marriage has relationship and how we work together has worked right from the beginning, mm-hmm. and it's always worked really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't agree on what terms our marriage is. Like no, like to you. That's complementarian. Complementarian. Yes. I'm just so stuck on that word. Um, and that's what you you believed. I know you, right now you're questioning everything, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what you believed, and that's what you thought we had. Whereas to me, I really saw it as egalitarian. Mm-hmm. Like, we are equal, and we are just, we're just equal. Like, there is a, like, equal, but mm-hmm. different roles. <laughs> you can teach a children and a woman and I can teach everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what different roles kind of mean. Yeah. Um, still puts women in a box. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't see that. And for our marriage relationship, I feel like there's, we've always sort of said that you would have the final word. Like that's with the complementarians and you have the final, the man has the final word. So if you can't agree together as husband and wife, then the men can have the final word mm-hmm. on a decision. But we've been married 15 years, and there's only one time that you took the lead and did the final word thing, and it didn't work well. No, it didn't. Like, all the other times, we discuss until we come to a conclusion together. Mm-hmm. And the conclusion is together no matter how long it takes we discuss it we discuss 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 talk 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 Mm -hmm. until we figure out what we both agree to do together Mm -hmm. and then it works well and if it doesn't work great well we've made that decision together Mm -hmm. and it there's no blame to shift there's no like to me that's healthy yeah it isn't like well i'm the man so i get the final say Mm -hmm. um and even though that only happened once in our, our marriage, it wasn't the right thing. Yeah. And it was a mistake. Um, and it wasn't a time... It was when we came back from Africa and yeah. we were having a hard time and you weren't able. Like, yeah. Like, we were... I was emotionally burnt out. I could not make any decision of what we should do next on our life. And I just said whatever you make the decision because you wanted to jump at the next opportunity mm-hmm. uh, which is like I don't blame you for that anymore but it took a long time to actually mm-hmm. accept that it was the wrong decision because it was the wrong decision but it it also taught us that the way that we usually do things where we discuss it till we find a conclusion mm-hmm. together is the right way mm-hmm. for us Yeah. so I don't see how that fits in complementarianism because you don't do the final say thing. Mm-hmm. Like we, to me, that seems more egalitarian. Yeah, you might be right. 
that we have an egalitarian marriage and we always have. <laughs> and you're kind of looking a little sheepish there. <laughs> well, you can call it whatever you want, but the truth is, I'm right. <laughs> I mean, so it's. I think it's important, and and one thing I learned from that is that two people can call something two different things and it means two different things for them. Yeah. yeah. So like for me, I went through a phase where I thought I was egalitarian and I was excited about that. And egalitarian. Yeah. Okay. Like that was in 2008 when I was emergent and, and was experimenting with, well, I was asking a lot of really great questions actually. Um, and then I, I got interested in Mark Driscoll and got excited about, about being a complementarian. <clears throat> and for me, what that meant was, look, you are the head of the home. Like, you, you have an important role in this place. Um, you need to show up and you need to pay attention to what your wife is saying. And you need to fully commit and you need to be like Jesus who, you know, like, you're physically stronger. You're more able to make money. You, like there's certain things that most men have a slight advantage. Like we have a male privilege, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. And our role as men is to lay down our male privilege. Like Jesus laid down his. And that message really communicated with me. Mm-hmm. And I think it made me a better husband. I think it's what you needed to hear at the time. Yeah. And along with that was kind of like, be the warrior. Like, but warrior not like dominating over you, but dominating over like, like, the dark part of myself. You know, like yeah. grow up and and be strong and fight the elements of the world yeah. for us. You know. And I think like with your background, your childhood, you were kind of taught to not stand up and say what you needed, or th- like you kind of mm-hmm. you were. St- subdued like I was afraid you were afraid of conflict um, and any conflict protection. so it it makes sense that those sermons really spoke to you and helped you because um you needed to be able to come out of that and mm-hmm. and find your voice mm-hmm. um and also like I mean I can get pretty passionate mm-hmm. <laughs> I can be pretty heated and mm-hmm. I'll talk loud and fast <laughs> and, and we have to talk about this mm-hmm. and the way that you were sort of trained to be from childhood you would retreat into your shell and mm-hmm. and just shut down you couldn't think you can talk um and i was like come on we need to talk about this <laughs> so it was good for you to hear those teachings and like be a man like mm-hmm. be um which feels almost wrong to say that, like, be a man! <laughs> like, don't cry, just be a man! I mean, that's not right, but at the same time, you did need to hear that. Yeah. So, how do we balance that there out? There is a time and a place for that message. It's just been so overdone. Yeah, it's been overdone, and I don't know, like, I don't really know where... Yeah, it's like, been so overdone, four... we should, almost should never say it, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, we have four boys, and, like, we don't want to be like, you shouldn't cry, you're a boy, you're a man, mm-hmm. like, come on, like, man up! Like, no, we don't tell them that. But at the same time, they will need to learn to yeah. to be a man. Yeah. And 
our daughter will have to learn to be a woman. Mm -hmm. But, like, that doesn't mean she... Like, she's a strong personality, too. (laughs) So, like, that doesn't mean, like, you need to hold back on your strong personality Mm -hmm. and, and submit and not have a say in things. Like, no. Be a woman. Say what you need. Like, mm-hmm. go for it. Um, You want that job, even though it's not a lot of women in that role? Sure, go for it. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, be a woman. Be strong. Be a strong person. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's more the word. Like, be a strong person yeah. instead of be a man, be a woman. Like, it, just be a strong person. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a time when everybody needs to realize that crying won't get you what you want. Retreat won't get you what you want. The world doesn't care. That yeah. you're sad and it should care but at the same time it's like okay like you need <laughs> there's no way to say this like it's so cloaked in in like chauvinistic language but you know just <laughs> i don't know how to say it other than like be a man but like you know like you, you do need yeah. to just confront the wind turn turn and face the wind and and if you want it, go and get it, you know? But I think and, we'd say that to our daughter, too. We would, absolutely. So it's yeah. not just be a man. It's just, yeah. like, be a strong person. Be confident. Yeah. Like, be confident. Like, just go for it. Believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, we were just talking about, like, our marriage relationship and how we just talk everything until it's figured out and stuff. And, and we do have to, like, I, I do acknowledge that different, there's different personalities out mm-hmm. there and different marriage or or not even marriage necessarily but like different couples Mm -hmm. will have different personalities so they may not talk everything till they figure it out in the same way than than works for us so they have to figure that out for themselves um but like it shouldn't be because the man has the final say because he's the man Mm -hmm. type of thing or the woman shouldn't say what she what she thinks or believes because she's the woman like it, it that should not be the reasoning behind it. Um, it, I mean, if you go off to buy a car, I'm like, well, <laughs> whatever you want to get, as long as like it fits our whole family and it's in our budget and works. Like for you and I, we like to do it together. Yeah. Like that's how our personality works. Like mm-hmm. we're definitely a team and do mm-hmm. everything together. But I do. I do acknowledge that some other relationships might be different. So you have to mm-hmm. find what works. Within egalitarianism. <laughs> <laughs> well, find what works. And, like, sometimes a couple will kind of, like, section off. And, like, that's kind of your domain. Like, you make right. decisions over there. I make the decisions over here. And sometimes you do have somebody that's just a stronger personality. And somebody that just goes with the flow. And yeah. sometimes they organize themselves that way. And that, For sure. Like, that. that's not bad. It's just... It's a mindset behind Well, it's a theology. Like the when, theology. We, when we get to this theology that make your wife vote yeah. with you, then then you're squashing yeah. half of the population and saying you don't yeah. have a right to vote. You don't have a right I mean, to vote. And the next opinion. step to that is remove the woman's vote. Yeah. If you're a married woman, you're not allowed to vote. Well, let's just make it clean and simple. Right? Well, that would be a lot simpler if that's what yeah. The population believe. Takes the stress out of... But that's so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, talk about going back a hundred years. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, this was actually really significant for 
for me when like I did all this research and, and I realized I realized this just recently, which was kind of like an obvious point, but I realized I did all this research by myself, mostly reading men who are and mostly listening to Mark Driscoll for hours. Research and hours you mean like on gender and right, scientific complementarian and stuff. Yeah. And then you didn't agree and you said you're a feminist and I was like, That's even worse than egalitarian. I, think I said feminist, did I? Yeah, you did. Oh really? You did. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Oh, how did this happen? I married a feminist. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some people have a long list. I had a short list. Not a feminist. <laughs> really? Not really, but in hindsight, there were <laughs> the subconscious. Subconsciously, in hindsight, there were a few girls that I like right away. Was like, no, she's a feminist. <laughs> and you married <laughs> and me. They married you. <laughs> well, because you were like, well. Okay, so I do admit that back then, <laughs> I I was raised to be in a patriarchal, patriarchal, mm-hmm. pa- patriarchal yeah. home, or at the very least, or at the very most liberal part, <laughs> complementarianism. That's how I was raised um, to believe, to believe that, and to let the man lead, and just to have all the kids in the world that God would give me. And not use birth control and, I don't know, just homeschool them and just Mm -hmm. be the woman at home who doesn't teach anyone. Um, That is how I was raised to be. So, like, when you met me, I was kind of on the the cusp of, like, figuring those things out, Mm -hmm. Um, going from one to the other. But I was still definitely, like, (laughs) closer to probably what you were looking for (laughs) back then. (laughs) Not now. <laughs> Thanks to you. Uh. <laughs> I encourage you to think, and then you started thinking, and then it... And now you're questioning <laughs> everything, too. <laughs> Your whole degree, master's degree in theology. <laughs> anyway. It's interesting how that happens, though. This is completely off topic, but we section... This is so going to take us into a different direction, but... <laughs> You know, like men with men try and protect theology mm-hmm. because you can like build a whole tower and like fight all these like how manly games or like th- there's a certain way that men with men interact and like have rivalries and win and stick only with logic. And it feels like the moment that a woman steps into that. It's like, I mean, it is like my whole degree is, you know, thrown into question just by you act, asking very practical questions and just being yourself, you know. That's not at all to say that um, women can't excel in, in male-dominated fields, but I just feel like there is a, such a thing as masculinity, there is such a thing as femininity, and I feel like femininity is, like, intimidating to men, in a way that other men are not intimidating. Mm. It's like, like another woman makes me feel vulnerable in a way that another man doesn't. I don't know if that makes sense. Like I can remember times that a random woman sniggered or laughed, like if like looked at me and, and like laughed or had a reaction I wasn't expecting, you know, whereas men, it's like, it it doesn't matter in the same way. Mm. I mean, I think society, we're not individuals as much as we 
think we have an individual like we kind of do have an individual individualistic society but like we need each other mm-hmm. and men and women need each other we balance each other out mm-hmm. um and that's strength of society to bring in people of of genders and to bring in people of like into the equations mm-hmm. and i think that brings balance yeah. into society like bring people of different ages bring people of the different genders bring like just bring the divide diversity of the world into decisions mm-hmm. not keeping it to all the same small demographic mm-hmm. um because that doesn't represent mm-hmm. well and it's not going to be healthy because it's not going to be um balanced <laughs> mm-hmm. um just think of certain decisions that a church board might make with just men mm-hmm. and then but like there needs to be the woman there mm-hmm. <laughs> like bring balance well what about this aspect or what about this mm-hmm. and like that's that's important i mean we're on this world too <laughs> yeah well and theologically humanity is male and female we're made in in the in the image of god male and female so if we only have the male we're missing half the picture right so and and yeah i'm not sure if i'm expressing it well but i feel like when there's only men it veers off in a very male direction yeah and when you get some women in there you end up with and and maybe like I obviously haven't been there, but maybe if there's only women, that veers off in a very feminine direction. I don't know, but it seems like when we have a good mix, and especially when like a couple tends to kind of attract an opposite, but an opposite that works somehow, and and if couples can work out and have a healthy dynamic, and then bring that dynamic to the larger group and be like, as a couple, this is our contribution and then there's other couples and there's singles and there's young and old and everything then we can have a great group and a great discussion and when it's only the men and especially only the older men Mm -hmm. you know that are making all the decisions and then pass that down and then the women and children and young people aren't allowed to have a voice then all of a sudden instead of having this big discussion we just have the opinions of a few right old white guys that leads everything yeah yeah Yeah. like this guy that's voting like it would be better if him and his wife could have an honest discussion yeah than one guy saying hey you need to yeah and they might say well we're gonna have discussion about it but ultimately i decide who (laughs) we both vote for (laughs) that's gonna be a short discussion well yeah like it it doesn't lead to a discussion if you know that in the end, as a woman, you know in the end, you won't get to decide anyway. That doesn't lead to a discussion. Mm-hmm. Like it, I don't know, for myself, like even growing up at home, like we couldn't really discuss politics because we just had to have my dad's opinion. And that's how I voted for my mm-hmm. first few years as an adult too, first few times of voting. So it's just recently that I'm like, I can have my own opinion on politics and it doesn't even have to agree with you. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. And like, because I think of different things that my dad, than my dad thinks of, or I prioritize different things than he prioritizes. And, and that's okay. I mean, that's, that's how our society is set up to be mm-hmm. that we can think different things, but 
hopefully the votes in the end like leads to the, what the majority need hopefully mm-hmm. I mean that's kind of what it's set up for so yeah it's not just cancelling out each other's vote it's just you have a say yeah have a say so, yeah and that was something I, I keep trying to say this and then getting distracted with other things but it was really interesting for me to realize at a certain point that our marriage works I call it a complementarian marriage you call it that you're a feminist but somehow it works. And our theo- the way that we think is completely different on this topic. And yet, it works. Yeah. And um, We don't have to be the same to be married. Well, <laughs> and, and then my next thought that ended up kind of being, like, I just thought, like, it's really sexy, like, to be sleeping with the enemy. Or, like... <laughs> <laughs> can't believe it's not on the podcast. It's an expression. What kind of rating is this going to be? It's an explicit. All the podcasts okay, okay. with you are explicit. That's just how it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I scroll through it. I'm like, which one was with that? Oh, yeah. Okay, that one. <laughs> explicit, explicit. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's me. Yeah. Uh, shy, tender, homeschool girl. That you first met? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, let me out. <laughs> yeah, give you freedom. Um, but yeah, it's like like it did kind of connect with me, and I said that for a reason. That it did connect with me, kind of attracting me to you to think like it's kind of sexy that she doesn't agree with me, but it works, you know. But there is something exciting about having a real person in the relationship, mm-hmm. right? Instead of just somebody that's gonna mirror me back. Yeah. Like, boring. you think that you want that, maybe? Like, some days you might think, like, wouldn't it be nice if she would just agree with me all the time? But it's so much more rich to have somebody that doesn't agree, but we can have that tension, and then we can together work things out. Because yeah. you see things differently than I see things, and we talk it out. and We have different lenses, you know, from mm-hmm. how we're, we were raised and stuff, like our life experiences. We have different worldviews that we look like glasses that we see through mm-hmm. our life through and that we interpret things. So when we can challenge each other, it helps challenge those lenses that of interpretation. It helps us see things differently. Mm-hmm. And that's really good. I mean, like, Hey, today's Halloween. Like mm-hmm. we were out with our kids and yeah, <laughs> well, like it, but it brings back all the years that we've had heated arguments <laughs> about Halloween because we have different, worldviews that we were raised up with in regards to Halloween but like those were important discussions heated discussions Mm -hmm. that we had about Halloween um you didn't force me to you believe what you believe Mm -hmm. and you didn't I don't know did I force you to believe what I believe (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, sometimes we would kind of get to an impasse and then yeah. we would just kind of decide to do nothing out of respect for the other. Like there were times when... It just, it was too heated to yeah. continue the discussion at that moment. But we have made progress through the years yeah. in discussing it. Like every year we could discuss it more. So maybe to be fair, like it... Sometimes it's not possible to discuss everything to the point of agreement. No, not at the moment. Not at the moment. (laughs) And it can take years. Yeah. Some of of our 
theological theology issues that we've discussed took years mm-hmm. to come to similar points mm-hmm. um and some of them aren't in similar mm-hmm. points and then sometimes we finally agree on something and then we disagree on something <laughs> else and then something else comes up because yeah. we change i yeah. mean and we're going to change our whole life mm-hmm. so you can meet someone who you agree with perfectly on everything before you get married but like you're 20 mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe even 30 but you change, change. like we always change yeah. different life events change our perspective on things too um trauma that comes mm-hmm. up changes pregnancies kids miscarriage death in the family illness all these things they they affect us mm-hmm. and they change things so it's more important to just find someone that can respect each other's belief and discuss yeah. it than it is to find someone who's like perfectly aligned yeah and you need that love and you need that respect to go back to the christian book that's very very popular love and respect but you need it for both. Like yeah. you need to love and respect your wife, and you need to your wife needs to love and respect you. That's yeah. the basis of relationships. You can't love me without respecting me. I don't. That think just so. doesn't work. Like you have to respect that my opinions are just as valid. Mm-hmm. It's just it's important. Like it's important to me that you mm-hmm. respect my opinions as valid and not just oh it's just a phase or you just ah oh, you're just a woman you can't think through these things like that that's not respect. Mm-hmm. No, and it's not love. Mm-hmm. It's not love. It's no. Not. It's patronizing. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't believe the same thing anymore, then it's just like, well, you just never. It's just so easy to say that. Like, it's just, well, you just never, blah, blah, blah. Like, it. I don't know. It. Yeah. I feel like a lot of marriage advice comes from really distant marriages. Mm, maybe. I feel like some of this, like, tit for tat like if you do this then I'll do that and um well she needs love so like these these are the way like buy her flowers get her (laughs) you know chocolates or whatever she needs and then she'll give you respect and then she'll like prop up your ego and then you'll like feel like a real man like it's just like oh really like I don't know that's (laughs) the only marriage book I've ever read so yeah, you're not missing much. I mean, it seemed really important at the time. I guess because both halves of it are important. Like, love is important and respect is important. But it's that... It's back to that legalistic sort of, like, all men need love. Yeah, it puts it respect in the box. And all women need love. Like, you know, there there might be a, a slight shift that you know it maybe it is more important slightly more important to more men to have to be respected than but they still need love you know yeah, you know so and, and no one is the same yeah there's a spectrum for everything mm-hmm. so to write a book like that it's just it's pretty dangerous territory really to mm-hmm. go into that because like <sighs> there's a spectrum mm-hmm. everybody's on the spectrum mm-hmm. and nobody's the same Mm -hmm. so you can't just read a book and fix a marriage like it's takes work and discussion well you probably could read a book and fix your marriage but just maybe not that one i don't know yeah i don't know i I mean a book that a book about respecting one another or all the different books we read can add a piece of yeah puzzle okay the complete picture it's not gonna be one book it's not gonna be like oh this book okay i'm gonna love you you're gonna respect me done okay oh wow marriage (laughs) is great let's renew our vows yeah
It's just a lobe. Oh my gosh. Anyway, that's another. <laughs> I'm all for eloping. <laughs> You're looking at your list. I'm looking at my list. I came completely unprepared, having no idea what you, you would bring up. So you yeah. look at your list and tell me what we're. What else I need to talk about? <laughs> well, I'm having so much fun, but I'm tired and I'm feeling like I'm not coherent. Am I coherent? This has been fun. This has, this been, has fun. been good. I feel like we should do a part two. We'll All do right. part two. We can do part two. Are you sure you want when to do part two? When the mood strikes. When the mood strikes. All right. Well, this has been Josiah and I just admire <laughs> for the Seeking Health podcast. Um, go to iTunes and give us some stars, five, star five stars and ratings. Um, and we'll talk to you guys later. Have a good day. <laughs>